The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I do love reading some of the comments sometimes. I know that's not what you're supposed to do. I just watched the David Letterman Tina Fey interview, and even she talked about that. She's oh, like, "Oh yeah." She's like, "Never read the comments because she she doesn't read them anymore because it'll be like nine thousand amazing things and like one little bad one." And it'll then just that like, always is the one that ruin her day. Yeah, but this one though, I'm kind of glad I read it. It is kind of funny. Just that this guy is so angry out there somewhere. Actually, how do you how do you say today's year? Let me ask you that. 2018. Okay, that's how I say it too. Yeah, what? How else would you say it? Um, apparently, that's wrong, and I'm an idiot. That is what I was told. <laughs> okay, no, I'll tell you, it's hilarious. What are these things that people decide that they need to like live or die for? It is hilarious. Hello, Man. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots of stuff to get to today, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who supports our show by going to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and clicking on the Amazon link. I got an email from Jerry today saying uh, Jerry. saying that he uh, went and clicked on our Amazon link from his work account, which is perfectly fine. Like, you're, if you're going to be ordering for work uh, through Amazon, then you might as well just click on funemploymentradio.com first. Legal. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, there's nothing... Illegal. It's just like that one click. That one click. That one click. Like, especially for, like, businesses and offices, because you guys order, like, a lot of stuff. You know, if you just click on Fun Employment Radio first, uh, that would be great. Like, expensive pieces of machinery? Yeah. Probably the best way to do that. All that stuff. Just ways to support Fun Employment Radio, doing things that you're already doing, just with that one extra click by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Bada bing. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. And we do have some other stuff. I'll explain what it was at the beginning of the show. It's not that big a deal, but I, I have questions for, for the audience about how, how they say something. Uh, but before we get to that, I do have to address over this weekend. Oh, boy. What did happen? And that was the... Running of the Kentucky Derby. Yes, at Churchill Downs, the tradition in Louisville. And Sarah, every year I make a bet, make a $15 win place or show bet. You make bet. an absolutely predictable bet where you never, ever take a chance. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Did you even hear what I said? Yeah, well, I take a predictable chance. I mean, yeah, this time... That's not a, that is an oxymoron. You can't take a predictable chance. Yeah, you can. No, if you're taking a chance at something, it can't be predictable. Well, it's a predictable chance. I think it depends on how you say that. I mean, there's odds. You have odds. I suppose so, but... You're taking a calculated It just seems guess. like cheating a little. For what? For, like, always picking, like, the number one, like... I've never picked the number one, and I picked that horse two weeks ago before I even knew what the odds okay, were. Okay, wow, you're defensive. All yes, right. yes, because somebody already tried to rain on my parade online. Like, I've had people rain on my parade. Like, uh, I picked the horse two weeks ago on uh, Beards, Bees, and Bacon. On that show. Mm-hmm. And then I picked it on Fun Employment Radio. And yeah, it ended up being the the um, favorite. But yeah. it still won. And I picked it. I picked Justify. And uh, I figure you picked Justify because you like Western things and there's that show called Justify. Yeah, I just like the name. That's, that's exactly why. Like in my mind, I'm like, that's why Greg would pick that one. Yeah. But the bottom line is, I still won. And I picked the horse to win. And I feel good about it. And so uh, people like who want to go on and uh, and ruin that for me. I'm not those part. people. I know. You're like taking it out on me. I know. There's some people that did. I know. It's not me. But, I got second. Uh, you did. I, that was so exciting. Oh, my gosh. Like that was, uh, as we kept saying on uh, Saturday, the, the best two minutes in sports. 
Yeah. Is the Kentucky Derby. And I did indeed do my win placer show bet on Good Magic. And Good Magic came in second. Good Magic came in second. It was a lot of fun. We went out to Portland Meadows for it and uh it was just here here in town. And yeah, it was it was pretty fun to go out there. And so it was really, really fun hanging out with a lot of people. It's kind of like just a big party. There's no live horses, not live horses, no live horse <laughs> racing or televisions is what I was going for there. And um Horses or TVs? Yeah, no, no, no horses or TVs. They used to have a lot more uh, televisions there. No, I mean there are there are televisions, but they're just. It seems like they cut back on some of them, but it doesn't matter because everybody had a good time anyway. So it was it was pretty fun. It was was fun to be like gathered around a TV and everyone like screaming and yelling and yeah. And cheering on because I had no, I did not think that my horse, I just liked the name of it. Like I hadn't even mm-hmm. looked at the odds. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do this one because I like good magic. I yeah. like the way that that sounds. Yeah. And second place. You got second place. Yeah. So I bet 15 and then ended up with $40. So I made a profit of $25. That's pretty good. Which is a lot of money for me. I was so excited. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, all right. So so anyway, that's what happened uh, with that. And uh, it was it was pretty fun. So I was happy with it. I feel good about it. That was very exciting. I know, I know people don't want me to feel good about it, but I did. So there, that's okay, where we're Greg, at. Okay, Greg, just because one person says something doesn't no, mean nobody just, wants it. No, it gets annoying to... sometimes. Okay, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. I know. I'm allowed to be happy every now and then. Uh, anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about what this was, though, this morning. Um, it's just, just a comment, and I don't really care about the comment on this one. This is uh, one of the videos that I did for Digital Trends where it was... Uh, uh, it was just like a voiceover for a YouTube thing. But in it, in the script, I say, I think I referenced 1998. Like, there's a couple of points where I reference years. And I called this year 2018. 2018. Um, that's what, I, that's what I, I called it. And so this guy uh, called me an idiot for not saying 2018. So that's what I want to know. Like, that's what is the right odd. way? Wait, between 2018 and 2018? I did not know that there was, like, a difference between that. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I've I've never heard anyone complain either way. Like, what, I always what say What is the right way? I mean, 2018 doesn't... I've never really said it that way. I mean, I think it, you can. I think you could say it both ways. I think I've said it both ways before. I think I've said 2018 before. But um, I didn't realize it was, like, such a, such a big thing. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't know. I mean, is this the same kind of person that insists that the early 2000s are like the early aughts? Yeah. Okay, Which, what is, so is, early is aughts. aughts? Is that an abbreviation for thousands? or um, What is an aught? Because I've just recently heard people starting to say that, like, oh, back in the early aughts. I'm like, what the well, fuck Well, aughts are that? zero. Like, starting with zero, I believe, is what I don't... I mean, I don't do a lot of research on this, but mm-hmm. aughts would refer to it starting with zero, like aught two, aught three, something like that. Uh, but that does seem – that's not how I would say it. I would say it's the early 2000s. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I say. Early yeah, 2000s. In the Britain. early 2000s. Because the first time someone said that, because it seems like nobody said that, and then all of a sudden everyone just refers to everything in the early 2000s as the early aughts. Yeah. Which I had never heard before. I'm like, I don't know, early 2000s? Yeah, I don't know. That is Because you, you say it's the early 1900s. Yeah. But you can't say it's the early 2000s. I mean, that would sound weird. Well, what was this person? So, what what was the reasoning for you not being able to say two thousand eighteen? Uh, because because you don't say uh, nineteen hundred ninety eight, you say nineteen ninety eight. 
So his reference was, I should say, 2018 instead of 2000. That's a really weird thing for him to focus on. Oh, I know. Yeah, I did. No, but like, there's so many things that are mispronounced. Yeah, I mean, I don't life. care. You can call me an idiot all he wants, but I'm just—I was just more curious of—is that actually a thing? Yeah. I mean, clearly, clearly, this this guy's spending a lot of time online, like writing up. Like, that's the one thing he took away from the video. Uh, uh, where it's being pointed out by our buddy Mr. Jenky in the chat with it's like your GIF versus GIF thing. Now, GIF versus GIF. There is there is something with that only because um, that is what the original uh, the creator said. The creator said it's supposed to be GIF. Who cares? Just because one person says that it's supposed to be GIF doesn't mean that it's going to be. But see, that's an in- annoying thing because if you say GIF, if you're talking about it, then you're going to kind of sound like a pretentious windbag. So you mean like, um, uh, as an example, as you could see in this GIF I that I just posted, like that makes you sound like a douche. Okay, but that's the thing though. In the video, it's like sometimes when I'm doing voiceover stuff, I have to say it that way because that's technically the right way. But if it's technically the right way, but nobody knows that that's the right way, is it still the right way? Okay, but the bottom line is 2000 and 2018. Okay, John in the live chat. So Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club members, if you're a member of the Supporters Club, you can log in and listen live. And then you can also go back through and see the live chat that we have there in addition to a lot of things in the archives. Uh, John said, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say 2001. Yeah. 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 This is, it's just weird. But also, you know, I say things so often that I, I forget. You know, I may not even realize um, realize what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. That's I, I think that's very strange that if someone's yelling at you about the – I mean because there are – some things that people get mad about mispronunciation or like not even I don't know if they're mispronunciations or like people saying things differently. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite or one of my least favorite words that people say instead of grocery uh-huh. when they say grocery. Grocery. Yeah. And people are like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm like, I don't for some reason. I just don't like that word. Like that hard S in there? Like a, I don't think that's how you're really supposed to say it. I don't it, think is it, it is either, but I think it's – is it more of like an East Coast thing? Maybe people are like, grocery. oh, I need to go get some groceries. You know, I don't know. I've always just said grocery. Mm-hmm. Like am I saying it wrong? I, I don't what's know. The, what's the proper way? I, I, I was like, looking at it. I'm like, I, I think it's grocery store. I mean, I've always said grocery. Say grocery. But then people now will be like, ma- I'm going to go out for groceries. Groceries. Mm-hmm. Groceries. Maybe maybe that's a regional thing for this. Maybe it's like a northwest thing that we say grocery instead of grocery. It maybe could it's be. on us. Well, it's just like, uh, and there's a lot of things like that as far as regionally, you know, like pop, pop or soda. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up saying pop. Oh, I grew up being soda. Really? But I was in Washington, and you. That doesn't done. make any sense. Yeah. Maybe it's the size of the community too, because you were in a smaller town. Maybe, but most people I know that grew up at least. Around here, I've heard uh, say pop instead of uh, instead of soda, but I, soda is definitely an East Coast thing because that's a lot of people in the East Coast say soda or soda pop instead of saying uh, just a pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we might have said soda pop. We never just said pop though. Never just said pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's well, that's the one that I grew up saying that I, I noticed was kind of weird when uh, when I started meeting, pe- meeting people from the East Coast. But uh, but also it kind of depends on where you are. So in the chat, Carrie is saying in Canada they say pop. Also, okay. So, huh? Weird. I don't I don't know how that all works. Yeah, there's another. I think it's like those S's because a lot of the ones. Um, well, there's a, like people will sometimes say like uh, association or association. Association. Yeah. I say association. Yeah, me too. But I heard people say like. But then I say associates. Associate. Yeah, and then there's also associates. Yeah. God, see now this is gonna drive me crazy. If I think about it too much. I'm just going to overanalyze it, and then it's just going to drive me insane. 
Um, so Desmond's saying Minnesota says pop, East Coast is soda. Yeah. And in Georgia, it's all just Coke. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard that, that everything is Coke. Oh, That's yeah. That's a colloquial term. They're, yeah, they, they call everything a Coke. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's... If I think about it too much, I, oh, that's all I will focus on. Oh, yeah. I will never get anything done. I had to reteach myself. I think we've talked about this before, how to say nuclear. Because I used to say nuclear. <laughs> and I felt like such an idiot when someone like... Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I pulled a fucking George W. Bush. Nuclear bomb. Like, oh, no, there's a nuclear... I'm like, that's not how It's you a say nuclear it. power plant. Yeah. Nuclear. 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 <laughs> I had to nuclear. like go through in my head and be like, nuclear, nuclear. Like, nuclear. Do it in my... Yeah. Yep. And new clear. New clear. New clear. Just say clear different. Yeah. New clear. Mm-hmm. New clear. Yeah. That is funny, though. I think a lot. I'm imagining when that, because if you don't know, that was when um, George W. Bush, while president, said nuclear. I believe it was when he was president. Maybe it was when he was running, but somewhere in there. I think anyway, it, it was it. when he was president. I remember we repeatedly saying that. Yeah. So i I got to guess there were probably a lot of people that had to reteach themselves and just didn't never say it out loud again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've been saying it that way. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I guarantee you there are. No, because I remember Definitely someone told me I was mispronouncing the word. Uh, I think I've said this one before, but uh, coupon. So I'd be like coupon, uh-huh. but it's not pronounced like that. It's coupon. Yeah, but I say coupon. Mm-hmm. Coupon. It's like great coupon. Coupon. Coupon, though. Coupons this just seems more natural to me. Mm-hmm. A coupon. That's also like what a sofa. Like what do you, do you call a sofa or a couch? A couch. Or I don't know, a sofa. No, yeah. couch. Probably couch. couch. I'm couch. more generally a couch but then my grandmother would call them all Davenports. They were all Davenports. A Davenport? Yeah, it was like a brand, some kind of a brand of, of couch. But like chapstick or Kleenex or something? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it was always on the Davenport. And that's, that's what she referenced them as. Interesting. And I, for a while, I don't think I've ever heard that like, word. Like, I had asked my mom at one point, I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what she's talking about. And, but that was the name of a series of sofas made by a Massachusetts furniture manufacturer is what Davenport's were. So it must have been when she grew up in the Dakotas, like that's what uh, that's what they had. Oh, all right. I'm looking at some of these um, some of these other words, and this is one that when I worked oh. in coffee all the time, I get like these um, little old ladies who would come in and be like, I'd like an espresso, please. Espresso? Espresso. Because it's espresso. Espresso, yeah. Yeah. But they say espresso? Espresso. And so, but they were, but what was funny is that like a lot of them, you know, like rich old it's white ladies. because like, it's easier to say X than S. Yeah. Well, and they're like rich old white ladies and they're, um, you know, and they're just like trying to pretend to be so pretentious when they're like mispronouncing the thing that they want. Like, um, I'd like a triple shot of espresso in my <laughs> venti mocha. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. That, that kind of stuff is just really interesting. Outside relatives would say, and this is definitely a Northwest thing, I think, uh, when you say the state of Washington, Washington. When you add that R in there, mm-hmm. Washington, I, why that is, I don't know. It drives me nuts. Like, I never said it that way. But I definitely knew a lot of people who said Washington. I also teach myself to not say irregardless. Irregardless. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's different. That's more, that's, I don't think that's quite the same. No, but people say it a lot still. Yeah. I mean, that is like a, like, because it, it sounds like a word because people have said it for so long. Yeah. Instead of regardless. Yeah, I it, it is kind of interesting mm-hmm. how that can all work out. Well, anyway, I just thought it was thought it was interesting. Um, I'm clearly, I feel very much like an idiot. For well, Greg, what did we all so learn? I should say 2018 and listen to all the comments online. No, oh, don't do it. It is never read the comments. Never read the comments. Never That's what it was. read the comments. Never read the comments. You're never going to read a comment. And be like, God, I feel so much better about myself. I know. Now. I get so many good comments. 
But you don't remember a single one of them, do you? No, I do get good comments, yeah, but I don't remember those. Mm-hmm. I just remember the ones where I'm like, oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. Like, some, I can't remember, like, the thousands oh, and thousands having a good day. Uh, of nice okay. things people have said to me, but I'll always remember that guy who said that my, you know, that I was overweight and my looks are gone. And my, <laughs> yeah, that's a special one. On my Wikipedia page. That was a real like, special that guy, one. I'm like, wow, that cut to the core. <laughs> All right, well, we're moving on from that. Hello, mm-hmm. my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Speaking of people who I'm not quite sure what they're doing with their lives. There is a man who is in the news right now who has broken the Guinness Book of World Records for eating the most Big Macs over the course of his lifetime. Yes, this gentleman hit his milestone Friday by eating his 30,000th Big Mac. 30,000 Big Macs? So he's kept track this whole time. He is a s- Wait, does that mean he's like remembers number one? He does remember number one. Let me tell you a little well, that's bit. That's a weird fetish thing to be doing. So this guy, that sounds like fetish. All right. This does sound like fetish. And plus, also I mean, listen if to you're his, keeping track of your Big Macs. Listen to his description. His name is... I remember Big Mac number 10,230. Greg, listen to me. Which is approximately 74 degrees. This guy's name is Don Gorski. He's a 64-year-old retired prison guard from Wisconsin. With not a lot going on. He's kind of like for some reason that makes him sound even scarier. Like he has a Big Mac obsession. Plus, he's an ex-prison <laughs> guard in Wisconsin, and his name is Don Gorski. Don Gorski. All right, so Don Gorski ate his thirty thousandth Big Mac at his local McDonald's in Fondu Fondu Lac. Uh, Fondu Lac, I think is how you say Wisconsin. that. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, Gorski I think that's right. told the Fondu Lac reporter, who were just grasping at straws for stories at this point, said, "This one is a big well, as I use it's a their big story." One. Said, this one's a biggin' for me, something I've been looking forward to. Biggin'. Well, Gorski said he's been eating Big Macs every day of his life since 1972. Every day he's eaten a Big Mac? And broke the world record in 2016 when he ate his 28,788th burger. How could you eat that many? I don't know. I want to ask the guy who ate the 28,787. Right. It's like your entire thing. Yeah. Your sense of self-worth was how many burgers you can eat, and then that's taken away from you. Gorski says, I love the patties. I love the sauce. I just can't get enough of it. Gorski said there have only been eight days where he hasn't eaten a Big Mac since 1972, and his mission hasn't had any ill effects whatsoever on his health. Look, I mean, I like, I'll get some fast food every now and then. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit it. Of course, you know, it, it happens. I'm not a frequent visitor, thankfully. Yeah, I'm not like an all or nothing, though. Like, you, if you want it, go and get it every Yeah, go get it. Like, yeah, that's fine. totally yeah. fine. But 30, eating a Big Mac every single day? Since 1972. Minus eight days. I would love to sit down and talk with this guy just for like... I wouldn't. A retirement, a retired prison guard from Wisconsin named Don Gorski, whose mission in life <laughs> is to eat 30,000 Big Macs. That is not somebody I want to be in a fucking room with. Yeah. That's like... I don't like that That's one some bit. weird stuff. I don't like that one bit. That sounds like some, some making a murderer so kind of So does he thing. have like a little tally book? Does he carry around like a journal? I think he must. Where he just like he puts a little check mark? I mean, if he's... Because who's verified that he's eaten this many? Well, Guinness World Records, uh, Booker World Records has to. Maybe he just saves the receipts. But how? Saves the receipts. Oh, my God. He would be the guy from who has receipts from 1974 for every single... he saves his uh, receipts. Excuse me, I do need a receipt, please. I'm going to need a receipt for that. Well, Gorski goes on to brag, I'm healthy as a horse. I weigh 190 pounds and my cholesterol is 165. I don't know what that means. It says, I'm better than normal. 
Well, according to McDonald's website, one Big Mac contains 548 calories, 28 grams of fat, 46 grams of carbohydrates, and 25 grams of protein. Healthy as a horse. Healthy as a horse. Okay. Oh, yeah. Of note, for those of you, um, the podcast has been kind of fixed, but for those of you watching part of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club right now, our internet's having some kind of an issue, so that's why there's no video going up. I'll see what I can fix that as the show goes on, but we definitely have the live audio stream going, so leave it at that. Okay. Just want to make it out of that. All right. Um, this is what I call, I think the people are maybe not seeing how grateful they should be for this guy's generosity. Okay. This is out of, uh, it says Franklin. Let's just pretend we know where Franklin is. Marion County, is that Florida? Um, Franklin, there's a Franklin, Tennessee, I believe. Franklin, Georgia? Sure. Oh, yeah, maybe. Let's go with that. No, I'm thinking Macon County. Whoops. Okay. Well, Franklin man has been arrested and charged with operating while intoxicated on Saturday, but he wasn't behind the wheel of a car. Officers were able to pull over 46-year-old Barry Ridge when he was driving down County Road on his bright red lawnmower. According to the Johnson County Sheriff's Department, uh, the Franklin Police Department received a complaint just after 5 p.m. that someone was upset that Barry Ridge had driven onto their yard and started mowing their grass. <laughs> I would think that's yeah, a very I wouldn't, nice that wouldn't thing. bother me. Yeah, how ungrateful are you? It's like, um, I'm sorry, this person is doing this mundane task that's not fun for anybody. But I, I mean, was he doing st- a good job? Was he mowing over things that shouldn't be mowed over? No, it just says he was mowing their grass. Let him mow Barry the grass. Ridge then headed down the road. So he just stopped off, mowed their grass, and just kept on going? And just kept on going. I don't know. That's How would you feel if you came home and somebody had mowed your grass? I'd be like, sweet. Yeah. I mean, like, did they break in? No, did he didn't do anything else. Mow over the few flowers I have? No? no yeah. Well, more officers power to said him. that Barry Ridge's awesome. eyes appeared glassy. He failed a breathalyzer test. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> Drunk guy? <laughs> Which he had a blood alcohol level of uh, 0.19. So this isn't the first time Barry Ridge has been adre- arrested for driving his lawnmower while drunk, according to police <laughs> records. He was arrested in the Kroger parking lot in Marion County for operating the mower while intoxicated. Um, he had to have what his kind lawn- of mower does he have? It just says it's a red lawnmower. Okay. So it's a, it must be a riding mower. Yeah, it's going to be a riding yeah. one. So uh, this first time happened on April 8th. So he was about a month out from the first incident in the Kroger parking lot before he was mowing people's lawns and causing a disturbance again. It's a husky... Lawn Tractor, H-U-S-K-E-E. Well, Barry Ridge is awaiting trial for his first arrest. He was taken to Johnson County Jail, and that is where he remains currently. Dude, I, if I had a neighbor who just got drunk every now and then and wanted to mow my lawn, yeah, come on. I can think of a lot worse things in this world than some guy mowing my lawn for me. Oh, yeah. Like, I've worked with people who are just like, like if they smoke weed or something, they just want to get like high and clean a bunch of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, do it. Dude, you want to do that and come over and do, do yard work at my house? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Go all for it. I mean, I will absolutely allow somebody to do that. All right. So what you're saying, Greg, be careful what you say. Well, yeah. Okay. Because it basically just sounds like you're like, go to my yard. Come to my yard. Mow If people like cutting down like branches, I got lots of branches that need cut down. But maybe not mowing your lawn. You do have some pretty flowers out there right now. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer not to mow those, but... Maybe don't mow the flowers. All right, from extremely drunk man to extremely drunk man, a different type type of vehicle is involved in this one, though. Headline from Newton, Kansas reads, Extremely drunk man tries to have sex with his car tailpipe. (sighs) 
Authorities. I feel like we've had so many of these stories. Like, is this becoming more of a thing? I think so. I, I, people want to have sex with cars, or is it just that we're finding out more about I it? I absolutely made sure to check the date. This was from three days ago. Authorities say that an extremely intoxicated man who was attempting to have sex with the tailpipe of, oh, not his car, of a car in central Kansas was subdued with a stun gun after he was refused to stop. Uh, Lieutenant oh, Scott Powell. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is like, I almost think this is punishment in and of itself. So, listen, so uh, the 24 year old man was taken to the emergency room because of his life threatening high 0.35 blood alcohol oh level God. and That's, possible drug use. Isn't it 0.08's the legal limit? Yeah. 0.35. So it's almost five? four times the legal limit. Or over four times. That's, yeah. that's over four times if you're going with 0.08. But regardless. Yeah. That's. Irregardless? Yes, irregardless. Um, that seems like like death level. Yeah. Well, that's why they had to bring him. It was life-threatening. A life-threateningly high blood alcohol level. Um, so the man had um, the man was completely oblivious to everyone, including some of his friends, standing around him telling him to stop. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't that be the worst? Like, Well, <laughs> I'm pretty confident that none of my friends would get drunk and start to have sex with an exhaust pipe. But... But I can't guarantee, I guess. And would you, that would just be like embarrassing enough. Like, oh, yeah. God. Jimmy's trying to have sex with the. Oh, tailpipe there goes again. Jimmy again. Oh, boy. So, anyway, that's that story. Like, so they had to tase him? They had to tase him because he wouldn't stop. I mean, and I'm going to be honest, just. What? Physically? How is that? It does not seem like that would feel very good. Wow. Well, I didn't mean it that way. Let me say it, let me change it another way. I just mean scrapey metal doesn't seem like that would be something you'd want to be. Yeah, and there's like soot. I don't in there. mean feel good as far as like a pleasurable way. I mean as far as that's that seems like it's gonna hurt. Like you're going to cut yourself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Don't have sex with cartel pipes unless it's yours and, and you're in the safety of your own home and that's your well, thing. Definitely not somebody else's car. Not somebody else's car. I would be more annoyed by that if I came home and I saw somebody. <laughs> I would not. Uh, you can mow my lawn, but stop you saying keep that your part. damn hands off my car. Stop saying people can mow your lawn. You can mow my lawn. All right, when it happens, I'm not going to let you complain to me once. You're like, oh, someone mowed my lawn, and now I'm freaked out. Yeah, I would be freaked out. Yeah, I know you would. I would definitely be freaked out if somebody showed up and did it. Yes, I know this. But if I knew ahead of time, if I just got a, hey, here's a heads up, look over, and, like, I've got lots of yard work that can be done. Lots of yard work. Just give me a heads up. Wait, so what you're saying is you'd be all right if people want to come over and work for you for free? Yes. Wow, Greg. If that's your thing. Maybe it's, maybe that's somebody's thing and they don't have a yard to work on. I mean, that could be true. It's not true. Lots of people love yard work. I don't mind it every now and then. Okay. All right, do I have one more story? The Flat Earthers are back, and now they have a new conspiracy that they oh, want boy. everyone to be aware of. Not only is the Earth flat, of course, surrounded by 150-foot um, ice walls. With armed guards, though, remember. With armed There's guards. Armed guards around the All area, around right? the pancake that is the earth that we live on. Um, now, the new conspiracy theory 
is that Australia is a fake country and does not and has never existed. We've talked about that on the show before. No, it wasn't Australia on the other one. It was a different country. No, it was Australia. No, the other one was like, it was like Brazil or it was, um, I know. I want you to work this out. It was not Australia. I'm pretty sure. No, this is a different one. It's a fake country invented to cover up um, a mass murder that was committed. Well, I know the Australia thing being a fake country. I think Dan Cummins was talking about this. Oh, you know what? You were right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know I'm right. I'm sorry. I I think maybe I've just read about this more on my own. The Australia thing. Finland. Finland. It's Finland isn't a real country. Yes, I apologize. Yeah, yeah you, you better correct. apologize. I, I just did. When somebody apologizes, you don't have to sit there and like dig it back in. Yes, no, you were correct. You are correct. It was Finland that we talked about before. It was with Dan Cummins. Um, yeah, that Finland is a fake country. I have read other things about how people think Australia is fake. Okay. But I have not heard this one. So well, then why, I will, why is it? I will share. I'll share this with people. Because I'm kind of mad because I just shipped off a pin to uh, some of our Australian listeners, one of our Front Employment Radio Supporters Club pins. So if they're going that far. And it's not real. Yeah. All right, let me tell you a little bit about this. So an Where out, did my post So a new flat earth yeah. theory, uh, theory is now suggesting that Australia is actually just one big hoax. The latest conspiracy <laughs> theory doing the round suggests that British ofi- officials dreamt up Australia to cover up a brutal atrocity that they had committed. So according to one of the flat earthers, the land down under is all just smoke and mirrors. A root. Um, yeah, even though we thought, you know, people like Kylie Minogue, Hugh Jackman are from there. No, no, no. They're not really from there because nobody's actually really from Australia. He said, Australia is not real. It's a hoax made for us to believe that Britain moved the criminals to some place. In reality, all these criminals were loaded off the ships into the water, drowning them before they could ever see land again. It's a cover-up from one of the greatest mass murderers in history. So what they're saying is that uh, is that... The British mm-hmm. took all of the criminals from their country, said that they were bringing them to Australia, sunk all the ships, and drowned them all at sea. And there's wow. no real Australia. Wow. Uh, so, uh, so this is... I mean, this is a pretty elaborate cover-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the post, which has been shared thousands and thousands of times, also goes on to claim that anyone who thinks that they've ever visited or lived in Australia is, quote, terribly wrong... So they're just wrong. That's just, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. You're wrong. 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 No, no other explanation. Just they're terribly wrong. Well, Australia is home Where to more. Where did ACDC come from then? Uh, who's to say? Who's to say? Well, Australia is home to more than 24 million people. The Australia's fake theory surfaced late last year, but has had its roots in the Flat Earth Society since 2006. I mean... Do you think it's just somebody who's who's legitimately crazy who said this at first, or was it somebody who was just trying to fuck with this and see what can I get these people to believe? Like, which came first? The older I get... Which, which one was first? The older I get, the more I realize that there are more crazy people out there than you think, and not everyone's, like, doing stuff for a laugh. Like, sometimes people actually genuinely believe just the most like bonkers somebody shit. somebody concocted it in their mind that Australia wasn't They real. think the earth is flat and surrounded by ice walls. <laughs> like, this is not... I know. I mean, that's crazy enough, but uh, to me, it's even crazier to say Australia doesn't exist. As nuts as that is, that somebody thinks that, that we're surrounded by a giant ice wall manned by, which would have to be an army larger than the size of the population of the world. Yep. That also Australia doesn't exist. Yeah, Australia doesn't exist. Um, and as people are saying in the live chat, ACDC is fake. 
Uh, Mr. Jenke said, if anyone thinks they've seen them, it's ter- they're terribly mistaken. I know. So I saw Terribly them. wrong, yes. I don't, I don't know who I saw then. Moreover, uh, the Post continues to say that Australians are nothing more than computer-generated personas. So they're not even real people. If you're talking to them online and they Sarah claim to Nicole be from... Like they can claim to be from... And uh, Naomi Watts. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, they make some really attractive They make very pretty... Robots, lo- yeah. yeah. Ro- <laughs> they make good robots there. They do. Um, they're nothing more than computer-generated per- personas. And if you feel as if you've been to Australia, chances are you've actually been going to parts of South America instead. So the airlines are involved. The pilots are in on so it. The pilots are... Oh, and the airlines okay, well, we've got involved. some pilots that listen to this show. I would mm-hmm. like to hear them explain this right now. Let's get Andy on the phone right now. Yeah, pilot explain Andy. Explain yourself. You explain yourself. You're in on it. Yeah. You're in on it. Tell us about the like, truth. About, the, tell us the truth about Australia. Is it in the classes Andy? that you take, or where is it that they tell you? You know what? One of my best friends is a flight attendant. She has to be in on it, too. She's yep. coming to town in a couple days. I'm going to have to ask her about it. I'm just yep. going to off to buy her a cocktail and sit her down and be like, all right, I'm tired of this hooey. Tell me the truth. There are ice walls and there is no Australia, right? And she'll probably be like, yes. Yeah, you can see them. You just get up high enough, you can see them. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot to digest here. So basically what you're saying, though, then, is Australia is essentially Westworld if it does exist. Because they're all computer-generated. Whoa, spoilers. No, I really want to go there. Ew. Wait, why you? I don't know because I saw because I've seen Westworld and I see the things that people do when they're in Westworld. And, oh yeah, ew. I don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, okay. I just want to walk around there. All right. All right also, yeah. So the flat Tell earthers also, along with not believing that Australia exists, uh, the flat Earth theory mainly um, the main flat Earth theory suggests that the Earth is a disk with the Arctic Circle in the center and Antarctica, a hundred and fifty foot wall, uh, tall wall of ice around the rim. So there you have it. That's uh. happening. Yeah, other suggestions. People are saying, yes, yeah, so that would mean Crocodile Dundee isn't real. Oh, man. Courtney says Chris Hemsworth is then actually actually Thor. This is true. Eddie's asking if I just give a spoiler about Westworld. I don't know. I don't know if I did or not. No, you know they're robots. The robot did it. <laughs> well, no, you know they're robots, but do we know it's in Australia? Is it in Australia? I don't know. It would kind of make sense now, wow. now that I said it. I didn't watch yesterday's episode, so I don't know. I'm I haven't behind. seen it either. But. I'm behind. Can I borrow your password? Sorry, no. Watch it. Oh, okay. All right, there you have it, my friends. The earth is flat and Australians are fake. That is your world. Crazy. What would be a theory that you could make up, that you would make up, that just to try to... Because is this like Reddit boards? Is that where people go? Or like 4chan? Or where, where do people go to learn these? You would know that more than me. I, and you're right. Yeah. But I don't go that far on this. I don't, I don't go to these ones. Like, I like reading about like paranormal stuff I would or like ghosts to do some, or aliens and things like that. Something that would interest... You know, and interest, I'll fall down those. Something that would interest me is like having like a, um, like a hidden like secret military base at the top of the Space Needle. Yeah. Like something like that. Like those are the things that. There's a restaurant up there. Have you ever been to it? To the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. I never have. I don't think. Maybe I, mean, I did it when I was it, a kid. And it ro- I, at least I haven't. I haven't been there in 20 years. I remember it used to spin around. It goes really slowly. Yeah, so you it still get does. The entire. Say. I think. so. I don't know. It's been forever. I don't know. But you think it's a military base? Is what you're saying? Maybe on the What's on the top of it. On the top of it. Do you know somebody that's talked about it? No, but there used to be this children's story that my um, mom 
bought for my sister and I. It was called There's a Weedle on the Needle. What? Yeah. I don't know if anyone There's else has ever There's a Weedle on the Needle. I have never heard of this. What is this? Yeah. Um, oh, the Weedle on the Needle was this creature that lives on top of the Space Needle. This is a children's book? Yeah. And his nose and his nose is the red light on the top of it that's blinking. It's that's a, creepy as hell. It's so creepy. I remember the fight. Wait, I think, so you'd be driving around, you could see the Weedle's, that's the Weedle's nose? Yeah. It's like some I, weird messed I up Rudolph? I still remember the final line of the book. It's like, there's a Weedle on the needle, and I know just what you're thinking, but if you look up late at night, you'll see his red nose blinking. I don't. I, I don't. I never. <laughs> I don't heard know that if one. anyone else is. No, the it's weed- in the live chat. Apparently, other people have, and I'm sure people are. Yeah. listening. So right I mean, now. it's not supposed to be scary. The weedle's very friendly, but like, I remember my sister and I be, look like, "There's the weedle." Why does he live on the space needle? Well, I, I don't know because that's where the weedle lives. The weedle on the needle. I have never heard that. Yeah, one. I've, I've read it to Eloise because now my um, now my sister has it. She has the copy that we had, and so I'll read it to Eloise, um, huh. who's my niece, and um, yeah. And we'll all like read it out loud together. It's fun. It's just a fun phrase to say too. Yeah, I mean, but that's obviously such like a Northwest thing to have mm-hmm. the needle on the needle. But yeah, I don't, I don't recall that one. I mean, we we always sang the Roll On Columbia songs. Did you guys have to sing those? Mm-hmm. The Woody Guthrie songs. Oh yeah, other great rivers add power to you. Yeah, clack a snake and the click a tattoo. I, I still remember the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right, I will say when I, we go on our family Von Dylan trips, and we do go over the Columbia River when I'm with my family, we used to have. Our different lines that we'd sing. To oh that my gosh! <sighs> roll on, Columbia. Roll on, Columbia. No, because my um, my line would be first, and then Heather would go, and then my parents would sing the last the last verse. That's that's pretty cheesy. See, that's something that I think is also a regional. Since we were talking about the regional accents and things, I doubt. You know, in Oklahoma, they're singing the songs about the Columbia River. The Weedle was the Supersonics mascot. Wait, really? Not well. I mean, it was Squatch. Oh well, that's what the Weedle looks um, like. That picture. How did I not? I I am completely unaware of this. Yeah, oh I yeah, did, I do not recall. It was the a Weedle. pretty. It was a pretty magical book. Because because the Sonics ended up switching to the Bigfoot was their mascot, um, which I think his name was Squatch. Right? Yeah, it's called Sasquatch. But Sas- yeah, it's by Sasquatch Books. So maybe the Weedle's supposed to be a Sasquatch. No, the Weedle is not a Sasquatch. That is weird. All right, deep in the woods of the Pacific Northwest lives a quiet old creature named the Weedle. When humans move into his forest, bringing their loud city noises, Weedle flees to the rocky peaks of Mount Rainier and then to the very tip-top of Seattle's Space Needle. Because he just wants to be left alone. He just wants to have his, his peace and quiet. That's 35 years old. That is so strange. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that. That is a... That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Rick in the live chat is saying Squatch sucks. The Weedle was killer. Uh, I'm sorry. The Blazers would s- should certainly take the Squatch mascot off the former Supersonics hands. Then that should absolutely happen. Oh that's, yeah! That's so in an effort to silence the noise, the Weedle gathers uh, clouds in a large sack on top of Mount Rainier, returns to Seattle, climbs onto the Space Needle, and throws them into the sky to make it rain. So that's why it rains. It's all because the weedle at the space with needle makes it rain. With their lips wet from uh, precipitation, the city's residents are unable to whistle, and the creature once again has some peace and quiet. He hated people whistling. That's what the weedle hates. Weird. He, he, hated, he hated the noise. He just wanted some peace and quiet. I remember he has like a big pillowcase, and he takes all the clouds. Yeah. And he puts them out. Yeah. It's a really cool little book. That is. Yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah. 
I, I don't remember that one. But I remember, like, it's not book. supposed to be scary because it's like a real, it's a cute story. But my sister and I were always like thinking that there was a monster on top of the space needle, which yeah. is probably why, when it comes to conspiracy theories, that's why the space needle is the first thing that came to mind because that was probably yeah yeah because that's what you grew up thinking about. Wow, yeah. weird. Anyway, so fall down the uh, weedle on the needle. The weedle on the needle. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there were any other kinds of things. I grew up as far as like mythical animals. I mean, we didn't really have. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I mean, there was enough. I mean, there were actual wild animals. And you guys had like aliens and stuff out there. Aliens? What do you mean? I don't know. Didn't you like see weird lights and stuff when you were camping? Yeah, I mean, but that's. I don't think that's. I figure country folk all have some sort of. This. I figure country folk all have some sort of like alien story that they just haven't told anybody else because they're afraid nobody's gonna believe them. I mean I just think it's like fire in the sky all the time everywhere we're not all getting abducted by aliens out in the country oh and you're waking up in those creepy slime pods we're all getting probed and waking up in Mm -hmm. slime pods and we just don't talk about it we just keep it all to ourselves yeah yeah that's that's exactly what it's like growing up in the country that's what I figured it's exactly like that no the only things that I can think of I mean there used to be all the rumors that there were uh, nuclear weapons in the hills Above uh, Mama's Independence. No. In the Coast Range. Like they're hidden inside? Well, um, that's a- no, the milita- that the military had. So if you go up above, because the Coast Range, for anybody who doesn't know, the Coast Range is a series of mountains that are obviously that. It's a Coast Range just before you get to the coast of uh, Oregon. And it's very thick and mysterious. And- yeah. there's. I mean, there's lots of paths over, but yeah, it's it's pretty... Unpopulated, like yeah, because people can wild. live out there and never see anybody. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. Um, I'm sure there are people are doing that. But yeah, up above the hills there, outside of Mount Independence, like you go through this town called Falls City, and then you get up back up in there, and it's all gravel roads that go every which way forever. I don't know where they all end up. Like we go camping up there, but you just follow a gravel road forever and be like, okay, I'm going to go camp off here now. And there's nobody else around for, you still camp for like miles that. and miles and miles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I prefer to camp. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I way prefer to camp like that. I hate campgrounds. So, so, um, but we, we had heard, and I heard this from a few different people that, and I wouldn't be surprised if there are military installations up there. That would make sense. No. Oh. But the, I'm sure there are. You know, it makes sense to have something like that for national defense, like up in a coast range like that, where you can monitor the ocean, mm-hmm. monitor the ocean, whatever. I'm a real wordsmith today. Anyway, the rumor was, though, that they had uh, nukes up there. Oh. Yeah, yeah when I lived on... there were nukes up outside a town up there in there. Which, how we would ever know, I don't know, you know? Yeah. When I lived on uh, Whidbey Island there, I, I don't know if you've ever been there, but um, in this small town of Coopville, which is basically where you take the ferry from um, Port uh, Townsend. Uh-huh. Over to uh, Whidbey Island, there uh-huh. are just like bunkers, these hidden bunkers on the sides that uh, line them, and you can walk along this pathway. And if you like, kind of search a little bit, you can find all of these little rooms with holes where they would stick the cannons through. Oh, from World off, War Two? Yeah, off the beaten yeah. path, and then they had all these like different bunkers, like with tunnels you could go through and stuff. I mean, that it makes was, sense. It that was had terrifying to be a, and awesome. That had to be heavily fortified up there. That's where the naval but you bases find were. ones that like because I remember we would walk it all the time, like go on family hikes. And we would always, like, end up stumbling across some weird building or little nook that we hadn't seen before. Interesting. Yeah, it was pretty – I think that you'd find it pretty fascinating. I don't know yeah. how much of it is still there anymore because this is, you know, like 25 years ago. But 
Right. Well, I'm sure there's still, I mean, there's still a huge military presence up there. Though. Yeah, I know they ended I mean, up closing off a lot of the bunkers, though, because people were going in there, like, doing doing the drugs. And there were some, like, secret passages that you could climb up. dangerous. And it's super dangerous. But I remember when I was little, there was one where you knew where you could go, where you could climb up into the ceiling. And it was, like, this little room up there. And people would all... I mean, it was terrifying because I was a kid back then, but we had found out about it. And like, but the older kids would like go in there and do drugs and do God knows what. So they right. ended up sealing off those bunkers so people huh. couldn't go anymore. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Well, that's like the what is it on Powell Butte here in Portland, or one of them underneath, or Rocky Butte? Maybe it's Rocky Butte. I can't remember. No, not Rocky Butte. Anyway, one of the buttes in East Portland was a World War II bunker. Oh, for the for the city. That uh, I guess I had like water and food, and you can read up on it. And I, I'm not I'm not giving a very good description. You can look it up because I don't remember any of the details. But there there is that stuff probably hidden all over the place. Oh yeah, I mean I'm sure there's a lot of that like all over the country. That you wouldn't even know about. I don't know. That stuff's interesting. All right, yeah. Now I'm gonna fall down the needle. I'm gonna fall down the bunker, the hole. The bunker. Well, the, there's a bunker in Portland. No, I know, but the one on Whidbey Island, they're so they're so creepy. They're a different level of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. East Portland Butte. Maybe that was it. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to look it up, see what we can find on that. Okay. Okay. Everything I said was wrong. It's Kelly Butte Civil Defense Center. That's what it was. Kelly Butte. So, yeah, it was during the you know Soviet Union threat and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that took a long way to get there, but I found it. Uh, so, uh, the Weedle, that's something that we all... That we all need to know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody put uh, posted a couple pictures of the, of the just did. Up around the Seattle area. Yeah, they're just and they're everywhere. I like, would make another good FDR adventure. Oh my god, to go to Whidbey. Uh, do you realize I haven't been to Whidbey Island since I moved from there? Like, may, I don't think I've been there since 1998. Probably. I was there at Enfest. That's probably the last time I was on Whidbey Island. No, Enfest was in Bremerton. Was it? Yeah. Oh. No, when outside of Bremerton, though, it wasn't in Bremerton. No, it was. The, yes, it was. It was at the Kitsap County Fairgrounds where I graduated from high school. You're right. That's where everybody. That's you're right. You're all right. The, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's yeah. where all of the schools in Bremerton all go for their graduations. Right. It's been a long time. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I don't know where we're going with any of this all right, right now. Should we just but, wrap it up? Or? Yeah, real quick on ball talk. Uh, justify one, and I predicted it. That's what we got. And good magic got second. Yep. And I won $25. I know. I won $30. It was, it was awesome. Oh, so you didn't win that much more than me. No. Yeah. How much did you win? 25 Like I, I Well, total, are you taking off your bet? Yeah, total 40 Net. Net, I won $40. You won more than me. Yeah? Yep. Was it because my stakes were higher? Because my odds were not very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you won more than me. Ooh. Net, I, I net got like $30. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who's the winner now? Because you got place and show on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though I got all three, the odds, like... Yeah, because yours well, was three to one. Was yeah. No, it wasn't even three to one. It was like three to two, I think, or something like that. Anyway... That is where we were at. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really do appreciate it. You were all awesome. Wonderful people. 
We are so grateful for each and every one of you. And thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for everyone who's been joining the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. We really do appreciate that. Yep, Lots I have a couple more pins that I'm going to be sending out. If you joined us um, and you haven't sent in your address, please do. And I would be more than happy to mail you out your own FERSC supporters pin. Yes. And yeah. thank you, everybody, for sharing our show. We've got some uh, pretty cool things that are up on our Twitter account right now because uh, Cemetery Dance Publications mm. reviewed our video on YouTube. What? Reviewed the... Um, Cemetery Dance Publications, which is Stephen King's publishing house. Yeah. So that I one. retweeted Stephen it King. On, our, uh, on our Twitter account, at Fun Up Radio. Thank you so much to them for taking a look at that. So it's the ghost video or the EVP or whatever you think it is. I don't know what it is. But we got a whole video on our, on our YouTube page about it and kind of showcasing what our friend Bob found. So go to our YouTube channel, Fun oh, Planet awesome. Radio. Hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Did you see that the, um, that the uh, fan page for the Buckner Building on Facebook shared our video as well? That's pretty awesome. I know. It's like the Buckner Building shared it. That's pretty that cool. That is yeah. pretty cool. Well, so anyway, thank you to Cemetery Dance for taking a look at that so you can read that right up and uh, and let us know what you think as well. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into our show. We really do appreciate it. Coming up after this, for you Supporters Club members, you yes. get the first crack, the first listen before it goes public for the latest Mark and Todd cast where they do a whole thing on Wikipedia. Oh, really? Mark, Todd, and the Unipiper and we're going to play that show right now for Supporters Club members. Awesome. Going up right now. So take a listen to that. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. The com. Bye, friends.